What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flitter coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flitter Podcast by My Mentor Medicine. In this week's podcast, I want to talk to you about the 90-second rule. So let me start with the story. This evening, when my children went to bed, my daughter was holding on to a little teddy bear as she was lying down to go to sleep. The teddy bear was actually not hers, though. The bear belongs to my son, who, when he was born, we bought him this little bear when we were in New York City traveling around while my wife was still pregnant. We were doing a little shopping, and uh, we found this cute little bear, and we decided to buy it for him and put it in his crib. Now, my son is now eight years old, and he obviously no longer needs a crib, So my daughter, who is five, we had placed this bear in a drawer underneath underneath her bed with some other clothing. We had completely forgotten that it was there, but she had opened up the drawer and found the bear, and she had decided to hold on to it this evening while she was going to sleep. Now, my son, on the other hand, came into the room, saw that she had the bear, and said, What is that? He didn't even recognize it himself. After he found out that it was actually his, and we shared with him that it was a gift that we had bought him when he was not yet born, but when he was a baby, it was placed in his crib, he immediately tried to take it away from his sister. This is the normal child reaction, right? It's mine. Give it back. Even though they don't even remember what the toy is or if it is in fact theirs. But after we told him that, he tried to take it off of his sister, and they both were getting upset, and we decided that uh, she should keep it because the actions that he was showing towards her were not very friendly and not very kind. And we, we told him that and we invited him to ask her for the toy and she said no. And of course, sharing is not always guaranteed. So, and children, it takes a little time for them to learn that. So he went to bed in the end a little bit upset. But before he went to bed, I invited him to think about going to bed not being upset and that it is his choice to hold on to an emotion if he does decide to go to sleep being upset. Now let's take this example and apply it to our lives a little bit later on. So maybe you're a teenager, maybe you're a young adult who's in college right now, or maybe you're a full-grown adult in, or you're later in your life. We all know that when we encounter a stressful situation an emotion is created inside of us that particular response is based off of a pattern that we have developed over the years when we encounter similar situations our body immediately performs some kind of action or moves into a certain position our facial expression changes and the words that we choose are based off of the feeling that we have just generated inside This is a completely physiological response, a physiologically trained response. There is a fantastic book out there, if you haven't read it yet, that is called My Stroke of Insight. It is written by a woman named Jill Bolte-Taylor, who actually suffered a terrible stroke and was eventually debilitated for a long period of time until she uh, trained herself to come out of that, went through a lot of therapy, and recovered. Within the book, though, she talks about something called a 90-second response. 
And what she is referring to is, and this is a quote directly from her book, when a person has a reaction to something in their environment, there's a 90-second chemical process that happens in the body. After that, any remaining emotional response is just the person choosing to stay in that emotional loop. As individuals, we decide what emotions we get to experience. No one creates them for us. Doesn't matter if you say this person just pisses me off. I hate this individual. They get me so riled up. No, they don't. It is your choice to be in that emotional state. We choose the emotions that we experience. Just like my son chose the emotion of being upset when he found out that his sister was holding on to a bear that was actually his. We choose to feel what we want to feel. Now, after we do it a number of times over a number of years, we don't realize we're making the conscious choice. We don't realize it because it's like muscle memory. You do it for enough times, you just do it automatically. You drive down the road, you see a car slow down in front of you, you don't worry about where all the buttons are or all the pedals are or which direction you're going to go or how many cars are around you. You just stop the car. You train your body. You train yourself to go through the process of, yes, this is an emergency situation, I need to stop the car. Or this is a person that I don't really have a good emotional experience with when I'm around them, so I'm going to choose the state of being emotionally upset. Now, it might not be a negative emotion. It might be a positive emotion. When you see somebody that you actually love being around, of course, you would choose the state of being uh, happy. You will choose a joyous state. Coming back to the title of this podcast about the 90-second rule, the next time you are in a stressful situation, the next time somebody says something that makes you a little bit upset, whether you're jealous or sad or angry, whatever it might be, whatever the emotional state is that you go into, for 90 seconds, you can experience that emotion physiologically. But after that 90 seconds is up, you choose which direction you will go. And this rule can be used as a technique in your life. Whenever you find yourself in those stressful situations, look at your watch, look at your phone, and for 90 seconds, breathe. Just breathe deeply. Calm yourself if you possibly can. If you can't look at your watch or if you don't want to completely just get away from the situation or if it's not possible for you to get away from the situation, you're stuck there while someone is continuously saying things that are making you upset, maybe you can walk away, maybe you can't. But if you cannot, stay in that moment and breathe as deeply as you possibly can and cool yourself down. Every time we exhale, we're adding out, letting out a little bit of heat, the heat that we are generating inside of us from choosing a state of either being upset or sad or something of that nature. Whatever it is that is going on inside of us, whatever emotional state we choose, control it with your breath for 90 seconds. Use the 90-second rule to decide what you will do next. Get to that end of the 90 seconds and say, here we go. What state am I going to choose?
Although my son is eight years old, it is important that I introduce this to him now. It is important that we introduce this to our children. If you do have young children, they're experiencing challenging times right now, or if it's just a little thing like a teddy bear, teach them the 90-second rule. Tell them that your emotions are based on your decisions. You get to choose in every moment of your life whether you will be happy, whether you'll be sad, whether you'll be completely and utterly angry at someone, whether you will choose hate, whether you will choose friendship, whichever direction they go is 100% their choice. I wish that every child could learn this at a very young age, hence why I'm introducing it to my son in front of my daughter so that hopefully she will hear the same words and remember them so that I won't have to repeat myself too many times. I know I will. Um, So let me close with this again. 90 seconds. If you came to today's podcast with a little bit of emotional upset going on in your life, then as soon as this podcast is over, use 90 seconds. Breathe as deeply as you possibly can and then ask yourself which emotional state am I going to choose next take the reins of your emotions take the reins of how you see life will you choose optimism will you choose pessimism will you choose a place right in the middle what kind of life ultimately that's what this is all about what kind of life do you want to live One where you think that you are not in control and the other people who are influencing everything that's going on in your life. Or one where you will take complete control, complete ownership, complete responsibility for all of your actions, all of your words. I believe that you agree with me that the second choice is the one we all need to make. The 90 second rule. Use it in your life. Use it every day. Use it every moment where you find yourself being knocked a little bit off kilter. And then remind yourself, once those 90 seconds are up, that yes, I am in control of my life. And then, as you get better at it, that 90 seconds will actually shrink. You will be able to do it in 60 seconds, or maybe 30 seconds, or maybe you'll be able to do it in less than 10 seconds or 5 seconds, almost instantaneously. So today's tip, the 90-second rule. Use it or you're going to lose it. Get my drift. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. I'm Justin Flinner, and this is the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Mentor Medicine. I'll talk to you guys next time. Have a good one. podcast is brought to you by My Mentor Medicine, an organization that is dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on using this podcast or information that is contained within this podcast, please write to info at mymetromedicine.com.